Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, all right. And that's a wrap. On the Tennessee football season, 2023-24 year, Tennessee 35. Iowa zero, and this will be our uh, our final show of the year. Crump, yep. another one in the books here. Obviously, yep. a lot to talk about in, in this one because Nico played well. Uh, you saw a lot from young guys. You have an interesting schedule coming up next year with the addition of Texas and Oklahoma. Yep. Should be uh, should be a good show. Charlie Burris, that is former Vols quarterback Jonathan Crompton. While everybody's pouring in here to watch the post-game show, let me tell you, of course, about our great sponsors, BetterHelp. Go to betterhelp.com slash ATOZ Sports. Save 10% on your first month with BetterHelp. Zen Sports, the fastest growing sports book in Tennessee. Rattle and snap, Tennessee whiskey. Make your own luck, just like Tennessee's fast-paced rattle and snap offense with rattle and snap, Tennessee whiskey. Okay, as I said, 35 to 0. As far as Iowa win in this game, I mean <laughs> a total snooze fest from the Hawkeyes. They they well, just I, I like the way uh Lou Man, I think it was Lou Man, he said it right here. Iowa opted out today. Yeah, no, and then <laughs> another one did we just play I like this one from Billy Bob. Did we just play uh, Cub Scout Pack uh 122? Yes, yes, we did. <laughs> Pretty um, much. But you know what? I, I, I'm going to give you credit right here, Charlie, for what you saying, who is going to better help us to win, D lineman. Um, can we talk about the second half right there? A oh, hey, strip sack on the one and a pick six? Yeah, James Pierce, hey, man. I mean, think about that, though. That's that right there. One of those, just one of those plays is a D lineman's like dream, much less in what, like, not even two to three series apart, roughly. Maybe they might have been back-to-back series or something. I it was crazy. Think they were. Uh, I think, think so because wasn't the other one right near the strip sack was right near the end of the fourth or third quarter, and so that and right there that. really. I mean, I sent to our group chat and thank God we finished really, really, really strong just all around. Um, but when the announcers, it pissed me. It kind of pissed me off when he said, "Oh, if you're if you're a fan of punting, watch this game." And I'm like, "Screw you, guy." <laughs> um, you know, it just it's not what you want to hear when it's because yeah. hey, I was buddy. making fun of the, I made fun of the Missouri Ohio State game for the same reason a few oh. days ago. So when that when that happened, it kind of upset me. But like, but then when our defense came out and really took over, and and it was like, okay, breath of fresh air. It honestly at this point, it doesn't matter what we do offensively. We're going to win the game. And then our guys really at that point, then we got into a groove. You know what I mean? Because it was kind of hard. We we're didn't have a long drive, then would punt. We'd pin them deep. They obviously couldn't move the ball at all. Um, so we did, we, you know, we did what we we're supposed to do. 54 runs today. Mm-hmm. We ran the ball 54 times. 54 for 232 yards. Really the, the perfect cap to the season after kind of the identity that you had all year. That really 
this this game was kind of that that team in in a nutshell really run run heavy and um well you know what was most impressive to me about the run game is we didn't have our uh, two starting tailbacks our number one and two and we still ran dude samson 133 yards rushing today it's crazy i i love it now the only thing i really wish we would get is kind of like the and a lot of a lot of you guys will remember these days the usc like heydays the lindell white big inside zone tailback bruiser tailback to help our offense because what did we talk about in our group text for like 30 seconds we finally went under center on short yardage thank god we've been saying it all year it was awesome so praise be that's what i'm saying we need to just add for the running back room because we already got we already got a good room to keep us on the field on third and short and obviously hypo's proven to go for on fourth and short we need a big downhill tailback so then we can go back and make the plays in the pass game because Nico looked really good in the second half. The I'm very upset at Keaton. I don't know if he lost it in the sun or something. Beautifully thrown ball. Beautifully <laughs> thrown ball on the deep yeah. ball. And you can see the replay. It's almost like he looked up and was like, oh, he, oh crap, he threw it. You know what I mean? <laughs> It was like that, yeah, and then goes, and I'm like, if he if he just stays in stride, he hits that in stride, the touch, touchdown, then we're really up 21 instead of 14 at the moment, and then it's a 42 nothing ball game. Um, I, I just overall is impressed as as we should have been. Um, I just don't see how this was a top 10 defense. We we did whatever we wanted no. to do. I I do have to give out this. I do this on our my weekly show with uh, with Zach. Um, this is a reoccurring thing. This is a, that's a blue tick coonhound. Bang into the wilderness because we got to talk about some dogs in this game. Yep. James Pierce, uh, Dylan Sanderson, yes. the, the, the run game in general. And then, I mean, grade A certified dog in this one, Nico Elmaliava. Just well, uh, I, I want to be, I want to be corrected. Kyle did say Selden is pretty big and i said yeah i mean and i agree with yeah. that just, we hadn't we hadn't seen him a lot this year so that's why my, that's where my brain went that way um but i'm i'm really i mean i i love our running back room nico's gonna be he's gonna be good um i hope it just transfer or transitions into summer and spring into next year and obviously we'll talk about next year's schedule here in just a little bit um you know it we're not tested really until week four next year. We'll just say it that way. Yep. Um, you know, but it's, it'll be, it'll be a good, um, a good thing to see because we're, we're on the cusp. We, we need some transfer receivers. And I, I mean, I know we're all hearing good things from the kid from A&M. We get him. <laughs> I like our chances. The, the, um, what was his name? Uh, I can't think. I, I, I can't he, tell you all. Was, I'll are, you, are you talking? Well, are you talking Evan Stewart? Or are you talking the defensive? Player? No, uh, Stewart. Yeah, Stewart. Okay, because I was like the the defensive player that they were talking to last night. That was a A and M commit. He ended up committing to LSU. But yeah, Stewart. Yeah, so apparently he did it at like midnight or something. Yeah, it was it was kind of like uh, a, an under the radar news drop for some reason. I don't know why he did that, but um, yeah, yes, I so I. I would ask you this, kind of to that 
that point there. Next year, you are going to have different pieces around Nico with this offense. You would have Chris Chris Brazzle. You would have hopefully some – well, your O-line healthy. You kind of still have a spot, what, a right guard that you, where you still – you got to find somebody. We, we do. Um, and But you have uh, – and then those running backs that you saw tonight. And do do you see – this being the setup for Nico, where he he's going to be a star. Because I mean, this is going to be a conversation all all off season. How good well, is it, it going to be? Is it going to be Heisman hype? Is it going to be yeah, yeah this well, and that? Like, do, do you think it's really have, setting up that way? And the only thing that I'm I'm really concerned about, and I'm I'm saying this is because we did the same thing last year with Joe. Now, obviously, we know skill set. He's better than Joe. We all know that. Talks we had all year was. We can sit here and complain all day long, but Heupel's not going to make the move. You know what I'm saying? And we 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 said that all year. Joe had the performance of a lifetime in the Orange Bowl last year against Clemson. Right? I just don't want it now. I think he's got a really good head on the shoulders, Nico. I think he's got a big skill set. We just got to make sure if if and this is where I said at halftime. I think Heupel did a good thing. He only threw the ball 19 times today. We ran the ball 54 times. That's not going to be us during the season next year, though, if that makes sense. Yes. Like today, the game plan was let's run it as many times as we can. Let's get out of here with a win. Don't make you win the game. Next year, that's a whole, it has to be a whole different ball game. You know what I'm saying? To compete yep. in the SEC and then add in Oklahoma, Texas, who Texas, they're playing tonight in the Final Four. So it's not like they're a slouch. Um, it can't – we won't be able to go that way where, hey, just don't lose it for us. It'll be, hey, man, you got to go win the game. That's that's my only if because we didn't let him do that today, which we didn't need to let him do it today, though, if that makes sense. It was a great – it was a smart coaching plan is what I'm getting at. Yeah. I just want to I'm, – I'm, I'm intrigued to see the moment when they go, all right, two-minute drill, just go. Because we haven't got to see it. But I do think – Saying that, I do think this is going to be the next at, at least two years because, you know, even though he redshirted this year, it still kind of is a year. I do think the next two years are going to be really good chances for us to be and make a run in the playoff because it's 12 teams. I think we'll have a chance to make a run because somebody asked the question earlier, and I'm sorry, I forgot who it is. I, I'm not, I didn't want to scroll back up. But going with the portal, I do think his performance today – just with his composure and those things are going to help receivers and running backs and O linemen and tight ends, especially on the offensive side of the ball, want to come to Knoxville. Yes. You really saw the proof that this is yeah. a dude yeah. you're probably going to want to play with. Uh, and and that's that's exciting. I do like the schedule for next year. You start with Chattanooga, NC State, Kent State. Then you got to go to Norman. And play at Oklahoma, but you you have that nice. And you don't know who really, you don't know how Oklahoma is going to be either because they lost their quarterback. Yeah, to the portal. Yeah. I mean, who knows? And they lost the bowl game. So, yeah. Um, I mean, if you look it, at our schedule, it actually is set up. If Nico plays well and manages the game like he did today, we got a chance to make a freaking run. Honestly, it it does. I really does, think so. It does feel like, you know. You had those few years with the Titans where they had Derrick Henry and and Tannehill was playing well, and you were like, okay, this is the window. 
You got to yeah. do something. Well, they they blew it. Um, congratulations there. But uh, but this it feels like that where you look at this setup and you go if if the defense can be decent and yep. the offense with Nico is what we think it's going to be. This is the window. The window is opening. Yes, and we just got to get. Like we said we have to get a few more players. We got to get a few more receivers that yes. essentially don't. And I'm not saying this about Keaton, but essentially don't pull up on a perfectly thrown go ball. You know what I'm saying? Granted, I don't know if he, like I said, don't know if the sun, whatever, blah blah blah, doesn't matter. But you know, we need the receivers that <clears throat> make the the contested back shoulder catch like Keaton did. Right, we need those guys. We need to get a proven wide receiver, just like Florida State did, to go help their quarterback. And next thing you know, you go from like we've been under Hypel. We're competitive. We're competitive. Eleven win season. Okay, then we have what now a nine win season. Okay, next thing you know, they're thirteen and zero. Mm-hmm. That's what we need, and we just we're a few pieces away, right? Um, and I'm not saying like five or six pieces. We're like two or three pieces. Yes, of just got a, skill position players on both sides of the ball, especially DB. But we get a couple DBs and then at least one big play wide receiver to complement our under you know middle and underneath stuff. Then we're going to be dangerous because I love our running back room, our O line. We can we've shown we can still rush for two thirty or over two hundred. We'll say it that way with a plug and place O line um, in this type of system. So it's. Once we get that, and once again, I do think a couple people have asked this. I do think Nico's performance today and the hype around him is going to help in the portal. I hope so. And and maybe maybe Brazel is that guy. Maybe if you get Evan Stewart, he can be that guy that that just boosts you. Uh, Mike, yeah. And Umauer says in the comments right here, it's Mike Matthews. He looks. Uh, he yeah. Per, he performed at some uh, some event this week. And yeah, I saw that today. Yeah, you know, he's big, big time standout there. He really looks like a dude. So I, the the opportunity is going to be there with Nico, in my opinion. After you yes. watch what we just watched, four touchdowns from this kid, three of them rushing, one through the air, uh, a very solid performance in his first start ever. Like you just look at that as your first start ever. Joe had experience before that Orange Bowl, and he he went out and yes. he, had a, he had a mature, solid performance in that. That Orange Bowl and led Tennessee to eight wins this right. year. You're right. He had been in college for what four years already at the time. So no, I, exactly. I completely agree with that. And yeah. you know what? And I, I think you. I, I could be wrong, but I think you'll agree with this. Out of the whole game, I think the most impressive play, and yes, it was a touchdown, but it wasn't the touchdown that was impressive to me. Was after the strip sack. All right, we go under center, we run the ball, boom. But we do the play fake, boot left, and the awareness to kind of give a little. Shoulder fake and then duck yes. underneath to run. That that was what was nice to see because now instead of it just being oh lower your shoulder or try to run to the pylon, make a play, keep them on their heels. If they're on their heels. They on any defensive player. If they're on their heels, they're screwed. Mm-hmm. I think that was the most impressive play today, including the back shoulder throw, um, which is high praise because the back shoulder throws that was hard. That is a hard throw to make. It was just the awareness to have the savviness. I guess I would say. Um, to do that type of play, and then obviously getting in was icing on the cake. He he just seems like he's, uh, what's even the right way to say it? Ahead of his, he's 
it already kind of playing like he's been in college a while. And I guess in some sense, I mean, he's been here since. The well, he's been here a year, so that, that definitely that helps because yeah. he was at the Orange Bowl practice last year. He went through yeah. spring ball. That only helps. Yeah, it, it it looks like he's been around for a minute, and that's well. I mean that that composure. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, J- Jason says in the comment, my biggest compliment on Nico is how comfortable yeah. he was in that first start. Absolutely. Um, and and I also, like I said, I also give credit to Hypel for building a game plan to say essentially what what are you super comfortable with? Let's go play productive today. Sixty three and a half percent completion percentage today. You know that in your first start. Yeah. especially against a, a defense that statistically was ranked in the top 10 that that was impressive to uh to come out and do that and it wasn't just you know I think we had I want to say like three maybe four of what I call the smoke screens just straight just throw it out there a lot of them were 15 yard stop routes you know a couple dig routes obviously would have loved to go route to Keaton to to be caught by Keaton by not you know um had the back shoulder. But I guess the biggest thing that we did see, and we've talked about all year, we do got to sure up the inside of the O-line. We can't have the sacks on second down and third down. And we've talked about that all year long, that we got to sure that up. Now, can we get around it? Yes. It would just be nice not to have to. Yeah, I mean, you you can do the the Josh Dobbs and just go like, well, he has enough skill to scramble around yes. and make a play and do these things. But you would hope that you don't have to do that. You just, it, would be, it would be nice to just say, hey, we don't have to do that. Exactly. That that would be nice. And I mean, it was a prime example tonight with the with the walk ons that were playing. I mean, you just that yep. that can't be what it is going forward. But um, let's let's do this. 200 people in here watching with us. Uh, a bunch of people are commenting. Thank you so much to everybody who watches. Uh, hit that like button on YouTube, like the Facebook page, wherever you might be watching. So you can watch us in the future. Uh, I, of course, do the, the podcast every Monday at 7 p.m. with Zach Reagan, Big Orange Podcast, live here also. But uh, everybody that's watching, drop into the comments and give us your one word for how you're feeling after a 35 to 0 just domination of Iowa in this game. Nico looks good. Uh, you ran all over him. The defense, James Pierce was a dog. Um, just one word for how you are feeling. Crompton and I will give ours. And, uh, and we'll see how everybody is is feeling. So while you're putting your one word in the comments, I, of course, got to tell you about better help. There's the graphic right there. If you are a Tennessee fan like me and Crump, you know how many years the Big Orange have shaved off your life with the emotional roller coaster of college sports. Or maybe the roller coaster of life is messing with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals. Regardless, if you have a clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety, or if you're just a human being going through a hard time, therapy can give you tools to approach your life in a different way. And that is where BetterHelp comes into play. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible. And this is an important mission because finding a therapist can be hard, especially when you're limited to just the options in your area. BetterHelp's platform makes finding a therapist easier because it's online and remote. And BetterHelp can match you to a professional therapist in as little as a few days. Plus, with our link, betterhelp.com slash ATOZ sports. That is A-T-O-Z-S-P-O-R-T-S. You get 10% off your first month. See a therapist because maintaining your mental health is just as important as maintaining your physical health this football season. Check out betterhelp.com slash ATOZ sports and save 10% on your first month with better help. All right, Grump. One word for how you are feeling at the moment after watching 
Tennessee dominate Iowa? Uh, Atlanta. Oh man, I hope so. I'm sitting uh, while you're while you're doing the readoffs. Like I'm, I'm serious. I was looking at our schedule. It's very um, complimentary, say it that way. If you look at a couple others, because you know we're changing the format next year. It's not East and West. It's not winter of East and West. It is top two overall. So it's no, so there is no more divisional side when it comes to that. Um, so last, it, you know, if you replicated last year, you would have made the SEC championship game and played Georgia a second time. Just for pretty much, but you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's, well, that, it's that, that it's, is how it would have gone. They're doing, it, they're doing it how the ACC did it this year, how the Big Ten is yeah. going to do it next year, how we're going to do it, all that. So, if you, once again, if you go and you look at um, our schedule, it's very complimentary for that to happen. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm saying the word Atlanta, but. You know, I'm excited to see where we can go in the future with this team. Um, none of us were sure. Let's call it like it is until like we were all were like hoping today would go the way it went. We didn't know until we actually played. Um, and we looked we looked really, really good. We I, I really wish this is gonna sound really bad. I really wish our defense wouldn't have done what they did in the second half, so our offense could have had more chances to go play. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I yes. know that sounds it's so weird to say it that way. Like I wish our defense wouldn't have scored or got his trip sack on the one yard line. Cause you want to see is I wanted to see that offense really be able to go out there and, and work and drive the field and see what concepts are put together. But that's just a first world problem to say, Hey, we beat the crap out of somebody. I wish it was worse. You know? Yeah. So that that's why I'm saying Atlanta's I, I really think we have a, an opportunity. I really do to be able to, to make that run. Yeah, there, there are some real spots. You win at Oklahoma. I I think you you win that game. I mean, you're you're set up. That's you got to be at that moment thinking, yeah, this is a team that can get to Atlanta. You have at Arkansas, Florida at home, Alabama at home. You would have to go to Athens. Um, you know, it's it's no cakewalk at all. But that's that's Arkansas without KJ Jefferson. Now, I mean, they'll have some transfer or something. I I don't know who's going to be playing quarterback for them, but. Um, there's real opportunity there with how it sets up real opportunity to maybe have your only loss be at Georgia or, or like uh, last season, have the opportunity where you go into uh, I'll, undefeated. I'll just say, I'll say it this way. I pulled it up and now they, I don't know what they've done to look at it, but it was from CBS. It says, I mean, you know, once again, it is winnable. We have the yes. fifth, fifth hardest SEC schedule next year. Supposedly, yeah. uh, but it once again, I don't know what they go off of that with that. But I'm still, I mean, I still think it can be done. I really do, um, because we're going to be able to. Let's see. I'll do it this way. I, I did it earlier. Out of all of our um, twelve games, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, eight, or played in Knoxville. There you go. Like yeah. our own, so then we play at Charlotte, NC State at Charlotte. Okay. Yeah. So neutral site there. You don't even have to go to NC State. Not that that's some you know gauntlet, but <laughs> still, um, it's exciting. And and I I think you're exactly right. Let's let's see what some uh, some folks in the comments said. Again, one word for how you're feeling, Tennessee thirty five. 
Iowa zero. Great game from uh, from Nico. Eddie said, awesome. <laughs> I don't think this is actually a submission, but Tramel just says, Charlie. Shout out. Nice. <laughs> no, that's that. Take it. Take it, man. Yeah, I will. Uh, Pat Rose says, hopeful. Antonio, optimistic. Jason, finally. Tommy, Nico time, all one word. Pierce says, chancery. Here's Tramel's. He says, chill. <laughs> Steve says, encouraging. Charles, 2024. Jason, optimistic. Derek, dominant. Triple X says typical Danny good. I will go with uh, cautious because this is the type of person I am. I'm, I'm very, I would say I'm very excited. Dude, but, just listen, you, Hey, you, you've made me buy into the hype all year. Just, here's, just I know. On, just do it. Just do I it. Know. It'll, it'll, just, it'll feel good when you say it. Just say something besides cautious. You'll, you'll, you'll thank us later. So I well, well okay so I can say opt, I'll say optimistic optimistic is another part of this that's just another and, way and of I, saying you're still cautious I say cautious because <laughs> I loved what I saw today so much you look at that and you look at the fact that this kid is a freshman and you see that there might be some added offensive pieces and yeah you gotta you gotta fix that offensive line you gotta fix these yep. defensive backs but the fact that there is so much potential there, to your point, with the with the schedule and all of these things, and I just go, oh my gosh, this could be where the door opens for Tennessee to get into this 12-team playoff. I mean, you don't even have to be in the top four. You can get into that 12-team yeah. playoff. You can make noise as, as long as you can play well in that postseason spot. And that's just really exciting. So there's another word, exciting. <laughs> exciting, optimistic, also cautious. I got to rein it in. Just a little bit. I got it. I guess you can't, you can't, you can't, that, get too, you oh. can't lean too far off that edge. Can you not yet? Not yet. I, I got it. I mean, you're talking next year, you know, if, if Nico goes into Norman in game four and just, you know, blows the lid off this thing. All right. This it's go time. This is a national championship potential team, you know, whatever. Yeah, but, watch this. What, what, but here's the thing though. What did today show us statistically? Statistically, this is where this is where I'm still saying Atlanta. Hypo, I almost think that he yes, he he was being semi-cautious, but I also think he was gonna try to prove a point to himself and the team that Nico doesn't have to win it by himself. Yeah. So we can go hypothetically, we go to Norman, Oklahoma and throw the ball 15 times and rush for 400, we still win. Does that make sense? Yep. So that's where I'm saying it's like that's where I think Heupel did a, a really good job today of going, okay, let's let's throw them out there. Let's do our normal stuff, but let's let's really rely on the run game today. Now, I did not expect us to run the ball 54 times. I won't lie. That's surprising. I, I'm serious. <laughs> I really did not expect that. Now, granted, I know once we had a lead, a lot of the game plan kind of goes out the window and it's really, you know, four-minute offense type deal. So I get that. But if you would have said to me before the game, hey, we're going to run the ball 54 times and only throw it 19 or with Gaston 20, I would have said, okay, you're a liar. Like, I would have thought that. I would have, I would have thought it would have been the opposite. But what I'm getting at is Hypo, the reason why I'm liking that so much is he's proven to our us, the team, the running backs, the O-line, the DBs, everybody. When things get tough, we can rely on other people. We should not have to, we don't have to rely on him at the moment. It's gonna be time we have to, obviously. Yes. But that's where that's where I'm gonna say, just go ahead and buy into it, man. Don't go cautiously optimistic. Just freaking do it. You know you want to say it. 
Well, I'll, I'll say, I mean, say it. Where, where's, I the am, natty, where's the natty next year? I am bought in. It. I am bought in to, to Nico conceptually and, and this offense in general with him at the helm. I am bought into that. It is just simply, can it, there's, there's just so much stuff that, that has to go right. All of those, those mitigating but factors. That's, that, that's for, it's ev- not that's just, for every, it's, it's not for, just Nico, you know? No, but I'm saying but that's for every team every year though. True. Every yeah. team every year, the ball, like the old cliche, the ball's got to bounce your way. I mean, right? I, I, I will say just, for the, I'm just saying we can't end this show until I, you, until you come out of your shell. <laughs> And you say what you really want to say deep down inside. You know it's a national championship it. next year, Crop. That's what it is. This team is winning it all. <laughs> that's what's about to happen. That's all. That's all, all. Myself and everybody on the show wanted. That was it. That was it. That's see, what's about to happen. Good, see how good that felt. That's all we wanted. That's it. <sighs> that's, man, it's it's going to be an off season, isn't it? That's uh, oh boy. Oh, that's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> You know, it's uh, it, it it today. I mean, today was. I mean, I'd say it was a boring game because it mainly because Iowa. Yes, just what it is. But the other than that, it was it was good to see the mix up in the run game and the pass game, and then the the pocket movement. Now, granted, still don't want to see the sacks, but that we got to sure that up. But um, I'll be I'll be a lot more. Um, a lot more. Obviously, I'm very excited about it, but a lot more excited once we get at least one like big time transfer portal receiver like committed. You know what I mean? Because then I'll be like, okay. And then what will set me over the edge, honestly, is if Brew if Brew comes back for that extra year. It's looking like he's gonna. I I. I feel like it's leaning more. I hope so. Because if you get, you we get a big time wide receiver portal guy and then be able to have brew as the kind of veteran leader, big body wide receiver, like blocker need him. You know what I'm saying? Red zone threat type guy. That's when we become very dangerous. His like blocking was sorely missed when he was out, and that you know that doesn't show oh, up yeah. on a stat sheet, man. That's well, and, but it also and it also hurts us in the, once we get inside the fifteen on his what are called bang eight post routes, the skinny post where you can throw it up there and he goes and gets it because he's such a big receiver that the the little DBs don't phase him getting hit. Yeah. Those are those things help us if we get him, and we got Squirrel in the slot, and we got Samson, right, and we got. Seldom we get, and then we get a big wide receiver threat. Then I'm going to go, all right. No, then I'm going to sit here and go, okay, there's a chance that, you know, undefeated is in in play. (laughs) I mean, and I'm I'm not just saying that to hype people up. Like, I'm I'm serious about that because we can – we've proven if we play our best game, we can play with anybody. But that's a big if. That's true. You know what I'm saying? But that's a big if. But what have we missed a lot of the season? And we've talked about this. Drops, taking the top off of defense, being able to run by somebody, those types of things. We get that. And obviously, Brew getting hurt hurt us. We get that. We're not eight and four. You know what I'm saying? And that's without that, that was this year. That was without even Nico playing. Now add that right. other element into it. 
that's that's what I'm saying. Once that happens, those two things, a big, a big wide receiver portal will commit and Bruce says, hey, I'm in for another year, then then I'm sitting here going, all right, there's a really good chance that we'll, we got zero losses going into Atlanta. Boy, uh, well, there's plenty plenty of time <laughs> to talk about that as you know, oh, yeah. the transfer portal's still open. Well, uh, obviously we're going to discuss it, but some some more single, some more one words for uh, folks in the comments. Boomhauer, like you, Crom says Atlanta. Joshua says satisfied. Uh, AHJ says Nico is Timothy. <laughs> Oh, that, that was a good one. That was creative. Yeah, Timothy. Uh, Trish is justified. Scott, excited. Brad, bright. Charles, proud. Michael, great. Randy, excited. Uh, De- hey, see, Debbie's with me. Apprehensive. <laughs> oh, come on, Debbie. Come on, De- Debbie. Debbie gets it. <laughs> Billy, excited. Jeff says, <laughs> Jeff says BDE. Um, Brad, congratulations. Uh, refreshed Desmond excited Chris love it thank you to everybody uh, for for commenting there we we really appreciate it uh, let's I I have kind of a couple of final questions uh, before we wrap up I mean we're already at 33 minutes here but we got one more segment we got to do uh, for the good folks that that fund this show and that is of course the rattle and snap stat of the game. Take a look at the stats, Crump, and uh, and we'll get yours for what you thought was kind of the standout stat from this one. And, of course, for again, for the final time this season, i got to tell everybody about Rattle and Snap, the best whiskey in the land. Nothing goes better with a Tennessee sports victory, just like the one we just watched. Absolute dominance by Tennessee over Iowa. Nothing goes better with that than a great whiskey. And I'm talking about Rattle and Snap, Tennessee Select Straight Whiskey. Rattle and Snap is a whiskey for those who make their own luck. There's a four-year and an eight-year version. We've had both on this show, and they are really great. Uh, you got to get your hands on some because they're great in cocktails. Great just to drink neat in a glass. So you can find them in stores across the state of Tennessee, but also in Kentucky, Indiana, and Mississippi if you are a non-Tennessee-based ball and whiskey drinker. Uh, run! Don't walk to get some Rattle and Snap of whiskey for those Tennessee sports victories. Follow them on Instagram at Rattle and Snap Whiskey. Shout out to Rattle and Snap. The yep. best. Stat of the game, Crump. Where are you going? What uh, what stood out? Well, multiple things, obviously. But uh, I think the biggest thing is I've said it a few times, 54. 54 rushing attempts today. Um, Huge. And, but watch this. But I'm going to take it a slight step further and say 15, 15 rush attempts for Nico. Now, Mm. some of those are scrambles, some of those are scrambles, but a majority of those were called runs. So we haven't, we haven't seen that in a while. And we've all said that all year. We need, we need the quarterback to run more, need the quarterback to run more, blah, blah, blah. Now I think Richard hits it on the head. I do think Nico needs to add a few pounds. I wouldn't wouldn't necessarily say 20, but he needs to have a few just because he is six, six like to be able to take some of the hits um, over the whole course of a season with running the football. Cause I don't think, I don't think he needs to average uh, 15 attempts a game personally, but he needs to be somewhere around the eight to 10, like called runs, scrambles. I'm not counting in there, but I'm just called runs at least eight to 10 to keep defenses, you know, kind of guessing what we're doing so that, you know, 54 total attempts, but even more so 15 by Nico today, um, I think was something we've been kind of wanting to see, like more quarterback runs. Um, and so that, that was that was very impressive 
Um, just looking forward to seeing more of her. I think I would go in that same vein. Might go four. Obviously, he accounted for four yeah. touchdowns in that one. Also, kind of maybe just interesting for this game. And and part of this was that that strip sack. Uh, but he only accounted in total for 178 yards of offense, but then four touchdowns. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's, that you line. know, it, it is. And I think a lot of that has to do with how good our defense played, though. We didn't have, yes. we didn't have long fields today. Um, and that's where I always say stats can kind of be skewed. Hence, like we talked about with when we go to Norman next year, he may not light it up, so to speak, but he may not have to. Hence, he didn't have to today. He did what he was supposed to do within the system. Today. You, you saw a lot now, of instances year. of that this season with with Joe, yeah. where Joe wasn't carrying you, and and they you still found a way. I mean, it, yes. It, now, granted, next year we are going to need times where we go, hey, you just go be a dude. Like you got to have to win a natty. You got to have that. Yep. Right. That's also kind of why I don't think Michigan. I could be wrong. I, I'm rooting for him. I don't think Michigan can win because I don't think that they can just say. JJ, go go be a dude in a lot of senses. Yes. Now he's not that guy. Could be way off the hell. They may beat Alabama by 60. I would love it if they did. Lord willing. But you know what I'm saying? Like it's certain times and today it's the game's different. Today's game is a lot, a lot more mobile, so to speak. You still gotta be able to throw the ball, obviously, but you gotta be mobile, Bo Nix. You gotta be mobile to be highly successful in this game. Why do you think Michigan's so good? They got a two-headed monster at tailback that can just run it down your throat. Um, it, it's not because of JJ. And that's where I think I think Nico has a chance to help us be that. It's just kind of going back to what I said earlier. I love that Hypo did not just say, hey man, it's all on you today. Let we're gonna eventually have to do that, obviously. Yeah, that, that day will come, but, at but least that day it, is- it, exactly. At least it wasn't today, and let him get his feet wet, go play. Like you said, he didn't have a total of two hundred yards, but it didn't matter because he had four total touchdowns and we won by thirty five. <laughs> like it's like uh, Casey Clawson said when he threw for eighty three yards at Miami back in the day in the heyday of the U. He goes, "I threw for eighty three yards. Who cares? We won." Exactly. That, that, that W in the win column is all that matters. That's exactly right. I I mean Elias says. He's going to extend a lot of drives next season. If I yes, yes, I, I, I would agree. I would agree. That's that's such a huge factor in terms of how this team plays. Not going three and out, and and you know having having a drive that lasts thirty seconds, and really making that happen is just absolutely massive. And hopefully, hopefully behind a better offensive line than he had today. I mean, it's three of those five guys won't be playing uh, next year, and so I. I really, really hope that it is as real as it seemed today, ne- next season. I, I think, and I could be wrong, obviously, because none of us can predict the future. I would have won the lottery a hundred times. Um, <laughs> but it with this type of system that we run, it is doable. It is very doable. Just we're missing about two pieces, right? I mean, we really are. And defensive back is one of those. Hey, our young guys playing DB today stepped up. I'll give them that. Granted, they weren't challenged. They weren't challenged a lot, but they did what they were supposed to do when they were asked to make the play. That what that's what was so nice to see. Right. The absolutely number three for them. I don't I don't know his name for Iowa. Dropped a wide open ball on his chest. Like 
he went on the route wide open, drops it. Well, guess what? Our guys weren't phased that he was open. They came back and played the next play. That's what was nice to see by our young guys. The guys that had been playing all year, that wouldn't have happened. You know what I'm saying? Let's just call that like it is. Well, I've been very critical of the DBs this year. So that's where I'm, I'm excited to see some of these guys, but I do think we need a proven defensive back in the portal, preferably at strong safety or corner, not so much free safety, because strong safety plays in the box more than free safety, obviously. And then corner, you're locked up one-on-one a lot. So I would prefer a strong safety or a corner in the portal if I were picking, because we're going to play teams that are going to run the ball in the SEC, so we need somebody downhill a little more. Um and then a deep ball guy in the pass game. Um, or not necessarily a deep ball, but a guy that like Robert Meacham that can catch a hitch, truck a corner, and take it 80. So Man, I hope they find somebody like that. But you know uh, what I'm saying? Like, so it doesn't necessarily have to be a 4 3, 6 1, 160 pound 4 3 guy. It just needs to be a guy that can make big plays to threaten defenses. Yes. Well, I. I had a question. And Mr. Jones, I'm, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Mays is coming back, correct? Yes, Cooper Mays is coming back. Okay, okay that's what I thought. They, he asked that question. So, yeah, I thought he was. Yep. Which uh, that helps. That is immensely helpful. Um, so, I, but I, I was trying to think. I had a question earlier that was that was going to be really good. I'm like racking my brain. First of all, am I frozen on your crop? You're yes. Frozen. Okay, you're frozen. Crap. Well, I might might just finish the show out like this rather than going out and this coming one. back. <laughs> it's a good um, picture of you. We're good. That's good. I hopefully uh, I look uh, I look professional and not like an idiot. But uh, yeah, it's as far as Nico goes. There was just one more thing. Crap. What what was it going to be? Uh, something with I mm, I oh it was it was this. So next year. With all of those pieces around Nico, hopefully, um, you you saw today that already they were going under center, which was an interesting kind of twist. Yes, I, mean, they, they I was had surprised when I first saw it. Yes, and I I would say this: Do you think today they did that because it was Nico, or do you think? That that was just there was just this game and you know that's it and 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 from that next season how much do you think the, the you know I mean open up excuse me I mean that's a great question because when it first happened I the first thing that came to my mind was was Joe not comfortable going under center yeah but here's the thing we didn't do it with Hooker either true. Um, so I, I don't know if it was so much those two were not comfortable with it and Nico's like, hey, I can do it. Or if he's been watching our show going, hey, man, they're ragging me about never going under center. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, I assume it's that one. No, that it's was, definitely that one. Yeah, that's got to be. Got to be. But that was the first thing that came to mind was like, I wonder how much they, they've they not been comfortable going under center. And then Nico's like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. I can. Um, because that's that is something we've been missing on fourth downs. Even just to draw them off sides, it's so much harder for a defensive lineman to get through when we can literally just gap it up rather than being in the shotgun. It's just, that five yard difference is a huge, huge thing. Now quarterback sneaks at play, so they got to be ready for that, that type of stuff. So I, 
I'm hoping that stays in our arsenal for short yardage slash goal line. Hence, you see we scored with it today. Um, and I think it will be because I think he saw success with it today. Um, we can keep tight ends, bring an extra alignment and keep tight ends and get a fullback in that's really a tight end in our system. Um, so I, I was excited to see it. I think we will keep that in there. I got to hope we do. Um, and uh, But, yeah, that was the first thing that came through. Um, my mind was, I wonder how uncomfortable the previous guys have been going under center, um, until today. How, how much, and this kind of goes to that question of like next year, how much do you think they'll open that playbook, but just him being legitimately mobile and, and slippery like Nico is. Like how much I don't I don't think the, the do I don't think, think the playbook play callers. It, it for him I don't think the playbook changes because Hypo's system is Hypo's system like it 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 is yeah. what it is. I think the thing that will come kind of back into play but a little more um a little more flashier rather than with Hendon. Don't get me wrong, Hendon could he was elusive, but he wasn't a burner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um I think Nico has a another step because if you also know he's a apparently a hell of a like a volleyball player like dude's athletic he can jump he can run so i think that helps um the the quarterback run game and the scramble elusiveness in our game so the system won't change but i just think the flashiness of the off schedule play will just be a little more wow if that makes sense you know what i'm saying yes yeah that Um, absolutely makes sense the the one position that I would say that we really do need to get depth at though is quarterback though. Like we got it in the the thing I hope it doesn't do. I hope that I hope our guys do what has happened at and it hurts me says at Alabama to where or even at Georgia where these guys go, okay, gotta do this, you know, a year ahead of me. So I'm gonna red shirt, blah blah blah. So that's a two year gap, stick around and get prepared to play, learn the system, learn to play. And when you, when your time's called, go freaking play. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. hence what's happened to Alabama and Georgia, because we don't want it to be, okay, w- one good year, somebody leave and then go, oh crap, we're back to where we were. Like that, we need backups at the quarterback position that God forbid an injury happens. We don't go, our season's over. Like or yes. something like that, you know what I mean? And other places that have won national championships, they have that depth. So we do need to get – we need to develop our young guys and make sure that they stick around is what I'm getting at rather than just up and leaving us. Um, but only time will tell with that, obviously. For sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's going to be kind of a discussion for the coming yeah. weeks. But, uh, well, I never could get uh, unfrozen here. But – I, I was trying. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, that's okay. We'll. Uh, I've just been looking at water portal wide receivers. So <laughs> there's plenty of them out there. Uh, if they can get that Stewart kid, that would would be huge. That, that would exactly be. I think that would be huge. Um, you know, there's a I, he's a young kid from Ohio State, Noah Rogers. Um, yeah. He's a a kid from, but he's from Rollsville, North Carolina. So it's not like it's that far down the road. Um a kid like that that you could build in and, and let be a, another four-year guy 
would not be a worse thing. I don't know. I don't know anything about the guy. I just saw him up there and saw where he was from in his year. Um, but something like that would be the worst, but we definitely need somebody that can step in and make a play today. Still wish we could get uh Aaron Hayden's kid down. Uh yeah. Ohio State. Man, that would be nice. Uh get he, he needs to be a VFL like his dad. But uh we'll see who comes in, in the portal soon. But I'll uh I'll throw it to you, Crump, here before we go. Anything else for the folks at home just about this? season or anything you you want to say before we log off well obviously uh thanks everybody for watching this is always fun for us we enjoy it um enjoy going back and forth with everybody all the comments weekly a lot of great questions a lot of good interaction so i mean honestly we couldn't do this without you guys being here so thank you for tuning in each week unfortunately it's over i say it like in a sad way honestly it sucks this time's always um, kind of bittersweet because you know the national championship's coming, but then we're you know the season's over, so it just you know thank you. Um, hopefully you guys tune in next year, just like every year we plan on having a, a good time, a lot of great interaction. Um, Charlie, thank you. Thanks to everybody at A to Z. It's been uh, fun as always for me. I enjoy it. Um, I enjoy watching the games, so it just makes it even more fun that I get to come talk about it because I'm going to watch them regardless. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't say uh, how much I can't say enough how much fun we have. For sure, I echo every single bit of that. It it has been a joy. Crump, you're the best. I say it every single time. Best uh, best analysis of Tennessee football in the game. Um, the we just need to get more people uh, figuring that out. It's you know we're we're getting there slowly. We're uh, getting there. Yeah, but we uh, it, it's just been a blast. Like, like the, the last two years that we've done this, this has been incredible. And hopefully with your optimism uh, and, and you know, everything that we've talked about here next year will be that national championship year. Lord willing, I'm going to speak it into existence. There you go. We, there it is. We can do it. Hey, you, you, called, the, you called the 10 and 2 season. Um, or, well, 11 and 2. Um, I, you know, the longtime listeners will remember you were on that uh, we're, early on in that season. You, you we're on, the, we're on the cusp of being really, really good. Now we just got to sustain. Yes, uh, and hopefully they do because if they do, next season will just be all the more fun. This one has yep. been incredible. Like everything that you said, thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who watched. Uh, and and seriously, very literally, we couldn't do it without you. Appreciate A to Z, the sponsors, every single, everybody that, that's involved in this. It's always a blast. I'll just have to cromp. You can just, um, you can bounce out of here because I'll have Sounds to, good. I'll have to leave, log back in and in the stream. It's really all good since, since I'm frozen, but uh, it's been an amazing year. I appreciate it, man. And I think, uh, I think that's going to be it. All now right. let's just all go be Michigan fans. Yes. <laughs> yes. Go Wolverines. And of course, go Vols. Thanks again for another amazing season, everybody. And we will talk to y'all next year. Well, not next year. Same year. In also eight true. Months. Also true. <laughs> eight months. It's sooner than you think. Thanks, everybody. We'll see y'all next time.